This meeting is being recorded. Dug in the slugs. You know, we are what we repeatedly do. Excellence then is not an act, but a habit by William Durant. Good day, everybody. It's Steve Callahan, and I'm the host of One Life Live It podcast, episode 97. And I'm your friend, more importantly, Callie. Why goals suck? Why do goals suck? You know, I hate goals. Now, this is going to surprise a lot of people who know me watching right now, tuning in. I mean, after all, I've been known as the why guy. Uh, why do you do what you do? Anybody can show you how to do something, where to do it, who to do it with, where, when. Um, but nobody can give you your why. And I believe so profoundly uh, all of most of my life about having goals. But why do I hate goals now? Why do goals suck? Let's have a chat about it. It's a bold statement. I understand that, given that we live in a society that is practically obsessed with them. New Year's resolutions. But that doesn't change my mind. I hate them. I hate them with a passion. Let me ask you a question. How many goals have you set that you have actually reached? Be honest. Now, what did you think when you weren't able to achieve them? If you're anything like me, then you've set countless goals that you may not have saw through and subsequently berated yourself for that failure. You might even have started to ask yourself some tough questions about your ability or even worth based on those perceived shortcomings. Again, goals. Let's not get that confused with vision and the vision that you see for yourself. See, this is how most people live their lives, and it's certainly how I lived mine for probably the first 30 of my business and, and professional life. It's part of our culture. This has become almost automatic, synonymous with success. The problem is that they rarely work. That's the problem. The way that our society has generated goal setting rarely works. I know because I was a serial talker. You know, I brag about my aspirations earlier on. I'd have grand visions of where I would want to be. Yet month after month, I'd have nothing to show for. I'd have nothing to show for all of my preaching. What's more interesting was realizing I was not the only one. So many driven, talented, and motivated individuals were stuck and not producing the results that they were capable of. 
how many times was throughout the run of a day in, in a mentorship management level was just trying to pull something out of someone that just wasn't there. That's when I finally realized the truth. The goals suck. If you don't believe me, let me explain why. Setting goals feels great. Even when we're done, really, even when we do nothing about it, setting goals feels great. Even if we don't do anything, just kind of sitting there, just kind of realizing, sounds good. Maybe I should do it. It is, after all, a new year. It feels amazing to set big goals for yourself. The process gives us a sizable hit of dopamine. This is where I want to go. A hormone that's known for its ability to facilitate horrific highs. And even, and even addictiveness. It can, be, it can be borderline addictiveness. The danger here is rather than deriving pleasure from results, we feel fantastic from the act of setting targets without needing to follow through. This allows us to live in a fantasy land where we tell people about our aspirations despite not doing anything to achieve them. Just makes us sound good. We lose sight of the work required and become lost in a self-created narrative of success. It's easy to become distracted by your dreams. It's easier to become so distracted that you forget about all the important steps needed to actually make them become reality. Look around you, and you will see constant reminders of this danger in practice. How many people do you know that talk about their big ambitions and where they want to be in a few years? Conversely, how many people are actually living true to their word or following through on their claims? If you find yourself surrounded by people making good on those promises, then you're in rare company, and I commend you for it, and I'm and I encourage you to stay right where you are and grow those relationships. But for us, the mere mortals, it is the opposite. Everyone is proudly talking about their goals and doing literally, literally to little to bring them into reality. That is what is sad. See, goals create outcome dependence and excessive pressure. When you set arbitrary targets, you become attached to a result and put unnecessary pressure on yourself. Let's imagine you aim to write in your journal for three to four entries a week. And every day you'll find something obsessing to need to, to want to put in there, to want to add. So here begins the vicious cycle. You set a goal, thus an outcome upon which you are dependent for success. The weight of your own expectations continues to grow and stack and stack and stack, leading to an increase in stress and negative self-talk. Now your stress levels rise. This causes the secretion of the hormone cortisol, which then shuts down your executive function, the CEO of your brain, responsible for motivation, intelligence, drive, and the ability to work. So now you've gone from releasing what's important to what's not important, which is the cortisol. Your amygdala, which is your fear-based brain, activates and focuses on preservation and survival. 
you find it even harder to focus and do your best work. It's a cycle. It's a cycle. You have pressure to achieve the goal. You have stress and the cortisol release. Your executive function shuts down. Now you find it harder to work and do the work. That's the consequence of setting a goal. Now, again, I'm going somewhere with this. And I want you to stay with me. Because the alternative is to automate your success through habits. See, the other thing is to consider that we really have control over the outcome. Most goals we set are beyond our control. You know, you may want to lose 10 pounds. But that's not fully within your control. You can take the steps and make it more likely, but it's nonsensical to become attached to the result or tie my sense or your sense of achievement to it. Take now and just reflect on what goals you have set for yourself. And have you been putting any pressure on yourself? It's only now because it becomes increased with the stress that make it harder to function. Have you, you know, have you been tying yourself to a result that you have little control over? What is this whole process doing for you? Is it really making you happy? Is it really making you excited? I would doubt that. I really would. Again, the alternative is to automate your success through habits. Please, I want you to follow me with me on this. When you create habits, it becomes your automatic success. I mean, rather than obsessing over what you want to happen, you build a routine that makes it happen. It's okay to have long-term goals. I think it's best to, con to consider looking at them as a vision. How would I want my life to be 12 months from now, 30 days from now? How would I want my vision of my life to look and feel that way? That is good. But if you're looking for the release of something that's going to make you exciting, the dopamine that you need every day, to push through and creating a result that you'll only achieve 365 days from now is not the dopamine that we need. Start small. Something that you confidently can do. Make it easy. Remove any obstacles. If you're, you know, if you're thinking about dieting, just don't keep chocolate in the house. Don't keep sugar in the house. Four weeks ago, I had a doctor's conversation that said, if I do not eliminate sugar from my diet, I will become a diabetic. Within minutes, the sugar that was in my house, the bad sugar, was gone. I didn't need to be told twice. Gone. And since that time, I've lost nine pounds. Just on a conversation, I didn't need to know any different. You can also track the little daily moments. Just record how you're sticking to them, the habit that you've been making. And that becomes more of a routine. Starting to build on that foundation. The key, the really key to being successful is to habitually plan out today and no further than tomorrow. What is your goal for your today and tomorrow? And that's it. That's the length of the goals. You make one day compelling which then builds on tomorrow. 
What you then have is a routine, one that can build on a vision. And when your days correlate with your vision, that is the ultimate goal setting process. Just in conclusion, just ditch the obsession with goals and focus on your habits. Just focus on the habits. See, goals are completely useless. I don't think I can commit to that statement. But I do know that what's more powerful than a goal is a daily habitual routine. One that aligns with my values and my values generate my vision. Where we get undone is becoming outcome dependent and swept up in the allure of dopamine-filled goal sessions. Goal sessions, writing them down, feeling the dopamine. But then there's no result to really build off that. Daily, habitual routines. So with that in mind, knowing what I know now, I'm all in on the habit train. I'm all in on the habit train. I love the acronym HAS, H-A-S, habits, attitude, and skills. When you can build excellent habits, you automate success and become a person who walks the talk day by day. Making the stuff and the shift from goals to habits, that's what changed my life. From setting out to a vision of this is where I want to be a year from now, five years from now, 10 and 20 to where would I like to be tomorrow? And that's it. That's it. When I get to tomorrow, I'll worry about tomorrow. I went from being a person who spoke about his dreams to someone who was actually living them. If you're feeling stuck, not getting the results you want, maybe this maybe this podcast just, just might help you give, or maybe, as I like to say, receive a little nudge in the right direction, a little life nudge back on the rails. See, the solution just might be simpler than you even thought, really. Make it happen. Make the vision align with your daily routine. Make it align with your, your pursuit, your passion, and your purpose. Build a relationship between your head and your heart and truly make the one life you have the best life you have. One life living. Thank you.